So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. I am a sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, an actual expert, not someone just tossing the name around. <laughs> and today we are talking about things that are quite female-related and very specific. And I have been specifically asked to do this podcast many, many, many times, and I am finally doing it. So first and foremost, if you want to prevent or make sure you don't get further injured, make sure you go on over right now to runpainfreenow.com. Fill out that contact form, get a consult, it is complimentary. We figure out what's going on with you, what's gone on in the past, where you're going in the future, all that good stuff, but you gotta get the consult over to us ASAP to do that. We have tons of programs, tons of information, but it all starts with that contact form. Okay, let's get right into it. Today's podcast, we are talking about women running with menopause. Like I said, this is a very specific topic and the age group can vary as most women know. It can start as early as your 20s in some people and it I've, more so it's in the 40s and 50s where it kind of gets really more strong or more common rather. So I have dealt with this with many, many women in my career and people are struggling with the heat flashes. It is the biggest problem that I've come across with my runners who really just out of nowhere will be in the middle of a workout and they just get completely taken over by a heat flash. I, I talk about one of my runners that was in the middle of a session here in New York City at the East Side Park that we work out of and in the middle of her session in the summer, she literally had a terrible heart, uh, hot flash and there happened to be a hose in the garden near where we were working out and I saw the hose was on with some water dripping on it and I just grabbed it out of the bushes and sprayed her with it <laughs> to cool her down because she just, it wasn't, nothing was working. Like the, the wrists, nothing was working. The, um, we didn't have, the water drinking wasn't working. So I literally just poured it on her head and that immediately cooled her down. So that's just something that happens out of nowhere. And any woman in menopause will tell you that. Here's what I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna talk about my experience as an expert and what I have actually dealt with with my women in menopause. They are very different when it comes to women who have had kids and women who have not had kids. The way their bodies actually take on that change is very different. Also, somebody who's never worked out strength and condition training as opposed to someone who's worked out strength and conditioning, also those bodies take on that change very differently. So I'm gonna speak on it from that point of view. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a gynecologist. I'm talking about it from an activity point of view, so be very clear. So I want to say that the majority of women that have really bad problems with the heat flashes are those in their mid to late 40s to mid 50s, that bulk from like 45 to 55, that, era, that, that 10 year 
range is where I see women have the most struggle with it. And at first, women don't even realize that's what they're going through. Like most problems that women have, they never realize what, it's a, what it really is. They think it's something totally different. And that's just how we operate. We always think it's something other than what it is. And that's part of the issue because then you take longer to get a handle on it and like anything else, the longer that you take to get a handle on it, the longer it takes to get it handled, right? So that's the first problem. I wanna say signs to look out for first, and that would be if you just get an overwhelming feeling of heat out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, where it's just like, oh my God, I just got really hot out of nowhere, take note of that. That's a huge red flag that that's happening. Sleeplessness sleeplessness, restless sleeping, sweating in your sleep, not just a hot flash guys, like just sweating in your sleep and sleeplessness and restless in the sleep, that's also a red flag that is happening. And again, I'm speaking about women who are runners specifically, talking about women who are runners specifically, okay? Um, I may get a little complex or it may sound confusing, but just remember, I'm talking specifically about women who run, okay? Women who run, generally speaking, do not work out. They run. So even more so women who are runners and not working out are going to feel this even more so. They're gonna feel it even more so. There is a relation with strength training and the body's response system to muscular control, muscular development, um, your, the way your body is pumping, the way that your heart is pumping, your blood oxygen, your the oxygen to your muscles, your iron transport, all of that stuff really is has a different way about itself on a person who actually weight trains, strength trains, conditions. Now run pain-free program, you are gonna strength train. That's what we do here. It's an athletic conditioning with the correction program. So I can start to manage that with women who come see me in that regard. But for the most part, runners don't work out in, in general, in, as, as a majority. And so people are like, well, I work out, I'm fit. And no, you run. Don't get that twisted with working out. That's not the same thing. That's an activity, that's a sport. You need to work out for your sport. You don't, the sport isn't the workout, okay? That's not how it works. So that's also a, a, a big misconception for women who are struggling with the menopause change and they're like, well, I'm working out, I run every day, and they really can't wrap their head around the fact that, that they're not, quote, fit. And it's like, no, you don't just get fit just from running, guys. That's why you don't run to run. You have to work out and condition athletically, sport-specific, to run. And that's what all of my podcasts talk about, all of my live rants go over. I talk about it heavily. If you wanna go on into other podcasts, I talk about it a lot, it's not the same thing. Running is the sport, and that's something you have to work out for. So don't think that just because you're a runner that it's just gonna automatically help you and get you fit and all of those things. No, cardiovascularly, sure, your heart is gonna be really strong and you'll have a really good heart and the pump will be great, provided all the other parts of your body are working well in conjunction with your heart pumping. In general, yes, running is doing a bicep curl for your heart, 100%. But your ability to run doesn't come from just going out there and running. It comes from you strength training and conditioning training. So you actually condition your heart as a muscle to endure running. 
So there's, that's why it's an endurance sport, and it's even more specific that you need to condition for that. So when you're a woman who's going through that change and you are someone who doesn't work out and you just run, you guys tend to feel this change more overwhelmingly, specifically those women who also have kids. So say you're a woman who has kids and doesn't strength train and runs, you guys would be on the extreme end of feeling this change more overwhelmingly than a woman who doesn't have kids and doesn't work out or a woman who doesn't have kids and works out. So there's, there's that, there really, it is compounded. It's definitely compounded. So for that reason alone, it's important that the strength training gets incorporated into your running. That first will help you with conditioning your body's ability to stay, stay in, a, in a state where it can endure that level of heat and it can endure that, that overwhelming, like basically hit that you take where you feel sick to your stomach, you may get dizzy, super tired, fatigued, like it's just an overwhelming hit. And that first off will start to help that. Another problem people have is they don't understand why they can't stop sweating. <laughs> so like once it starts, it doesn't stop. And so that's because, and again, I really do lean on the strength training and the conditioning because it's happening while you're active. So it's happening while you're in activity. Now, of course, this happens to women, obviously. It happens to every woman that goes through menopause, whether they're working out or not. They're going to get hot flashes, sleepless nights, they get it at night, blah, 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 all that stuff, yes. But again, we are talking specifically about runners dealing with menopause. So it's happening a lot of the times on the run. This is when runners come to me and really are complaining about it. It's not so much the night sweats. They do get those, but it's nothing compared to what they get on the run. And so that's what I'm specifically talking about. So I do lean on the lack of conditioning, muscular conditioning, for your body to be able to withstand that level of the, the hit of that heat flash on the run in motion because you don't, you don't have that muscular endurance to do that if that starts to make sense to you. You need to build for that. So then I'll go to the women who don't have kids and are, and are active and they go through menopause. It's literally night and day. It's night and day. Women that I've had in their 50s who have never had kids and have always worked out barely get any hot flashes. That's been my experience with my ladies in my career. They barely get any hot flashes. If they do, it's like random, it's not consistent, it's not all the time, and it doesn't take over their life, and it's never anywhere as bad as it is to women who I know who have had kids and are not active. It is total opposite. So as heavy as it hits a woman who's never worked out and has kids and is a runner, it is the total opposite for someone who has never had kids, has always worked out, and is a runner. <laughs> it's totally different. So that's something to be aware of in terms of how different the bodies obviously change with childbearing, how your bodies just go through a totally different change, whether you've had kids or not. So that changes it too. So again, I just want to, I hope this gives like perspective and how to approach it better for yourself. Reach out if you have any questions about it. So those are the two extremes. So now let's have somebody who's kind of worked out, has had kids, and just started running. So a little bit of the two extremes, right? They're still going to feel the overwhelming feeling on the run, but they may not know that it's the change that they're feeling. They may just feel like, oh, I'm a new runner, so I'm out of shape. Or I didn't eat well, my blood sugar dropped. 
or I just didn't sleep well last night. Not a big deal, that happens often. I would say to lean on the side of being sure of what you're feeling rather than just assuming what you're feeling. Because the quicker you guys get a handle on it being the change itself, the better you're gonna be able to condition it to not get worse or feel it coming on and take measures that are gonna help you handle that, that minute. So I have a, I just have a client recently, no kids, runs for, you know, runs recreationally, like doesn't run long distances, maybe a couple of miles here and there, but works out and was going through similar feelings and uh, levels are being off and stuff like that and had no idea, 46 years old, actually is in premenopause state, but had to go, finally just got tired of feeling the way that they felt and went to the doctor and found out they're in premenopause state. I have a person I grew, you know, I know from growing up, 23 years old was in full-blown menopause. So there, again, you just have to, you know, go to the doctor, check yourself out, get your levels checked to figure out, are you or aren't you? If you're not great, then approach it the way you should for those different ailments that you're feeling, sleeplessness, blood sugar, you need to eat more, which all runners need to eat more, you know, there's and, and, and approach those things that way. But if your levels are showing signs of it, then it's best to get a hold of it right then and there. So what do I do, Jessica, when I'm on the middle of a run and I get this overwhelming heat, I feel sick to my stomach, I get brain fog, I can't function, and I just can't stop overheating? What do I do? The first thing you do is you slow down and you walk. You don't stop, that's first. Don't just stop. You can't abruptly stop from in the middle of a run. That shocks your body and then that makes you, you'll get an overwhelming heat from just doing that because your systems are like, you can't do that. That's not a good idea. So slow down and start to walk. Get your breathing in rhythm, get your walking in rhythm with your breathing, that's first. Taking nice cool, cooling breaths, that's first. Obviously, the second thing to do is make sure you get some water, make sure you, I would, highly recommend all women should be running with with coconut water huge they should be running with coconut water and in the summer months i always say to freeze your coconut water and take it out of the freezer when you're leaving the house to go for your run so this way it's ice cold on the run and you can just drip it into your mouth as you're going it's natural electrolytes it's got twice the potassium of a banana without all the binding bloating and fat that a banana has okay it's much better for you it has natural sodium has every the electrolytes in there is what you absolutely need okay so that's what I always say women in menopause need to keep coconut water with them all the time nobody cares if you don't like the taste like no one cares it's gonna help you and at the end of the day you need to do what helps you and just get over the taste like it's that's just enough now okay enough with the taste business um, sorry, I can go on a rant really quickly. All of you know this by now, listening to my podcast. So that's first. So the minute you, you start to walk, you're getting your body and your body breathing and your body walking in rhythm, get, get drinking something, sip on something. Do not guzzle anything. The minute you feel sick to your stomach, if you drink water and you guzzle it, you can get sick. It, it's almost like I can nearly guarantee you, you will get a little sick because that's what it's gonna do. Water will make you sick if you feel sick. Um, you don't wanna guzzle anything. So that's that, you wanna just take sips. If you don't have coconut water, sip your regular water. Then get to somewhere, a water fountain, 
or if your water is cold enough or if you have cold packs on you, you need to put cold packs on your wrists and right behind your ears, right where that you feel that, you know, the bump behind your ears where it's, it's cartilage, it's right behind your ears, right underneath your ear lobes, you wanna place your cold wrists or cold packs right up underneath behind your ears. The wrists and the behind the base of the ears and the back behind underneath your earlobes, those are two cooling spots. You, you get those spots cool, your core will start to cool nearly immediately. That is number, number, number one. Get those spots cool as fast as possible and get those spots and, and keep it on there. If you don't have anything like with you, get to a water fountain, run your wrists underneath the water fountain, and then immediately put press them behind your, your, your ears. Run them again, put it behind your ears. This way your wrist is getting it while you're also getting it behind your ears. That will help cool your core down. The faster you cool your core down, the faster you're, you will stop the heat overwhelming feeling and the sick feeling, okay? And then if you absolutely, do, if that's not working, you need to wet your head. You need to get your head wet as quick as possible. The top of your head, not just like the bottom of your neck of your head, you need to literally wet the top of your head right away. That will also help bring blood flow to your brain because if you're maybe getting a headache at that same time because you're really overwhelmingly hot, you can catch a little bit of a migraine. So getting cold on your, on your top of your head will draw blood to your head and it will help you not get a bad headache at that point as well which intense heat can give you a very bad headache. So these are the things to do as soon as possible. So if you are a woman that is struggling with this change and getting these overwhelming feelings on the run, start bringing this stuff with you. Find little travel cold packs, bring, you know, get the belt, get that belt, the flip belt and stick them things in there. Get, make sure you have something to bring a, a small coconut water, Freeze a whole bunch of them. They have little mini ones that are super easy to pop in a belt or pop in a little strap on your on the back of your belt or on the back of your pants. Keep it with you. Keep it frozen and just bring out a little little one so when you're on your run you can do this. And always keep moving at a very slow pace. So don't stop all the way. Just walk calmly so you calm your system down. Get your body from working so hard. Bring your heart rate down. Bring everything cooling. Get everything down and cool and relaxing. But do not stop abruptly. Stopping abruptly will not only start to make your body heat even more, but it could make you it can make you sweat longer because your body doesn't know how to pull back that fast. So you really don't want to just stop abruptly, which is uh, the instinctual thing to do is just to stop. You never want to do that. There's a reason why there's a thing called cool down. There's a reason. It's science. It's a reason. So you need to cool it down. You can't just stop it. You're going to make yourself hotter and you could make yourself feeling sicker if you do that. So those, that's the best way to approach it right away. Now, the more that you're doing this, the faster you'll get a handle on it, the quicker these spells will happen. They're not gonna not happen, guys. They're gonna happen. It's part of the change, it's just what it is. Especially on the extreme side of women who have kids, who never really lift, worked out, lifted weights, or resisted training and is running now. That extreme side, like it's not gonna go away. It's just not. Again, even the other extreme gets them, they're just not as bad. It's not gonna go away, you're gonna have them. But the quicker you get a handle on it and get a system in place, 
that you can have, okay, I feel it coming on, let me get, let me start to walk, let me start to breathe a little bit, let me get my, my wrists cool down, let me get my wrists, let me get my earlobes going behind my ears, get my coconut water, let me sip a little bit. You will be able to catch it before it gets overwhelmingly, you're spewing sweat everywhere, you can't cool down, you feel sick, your head is beat red, your, 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 your sweat is just getting worse by the second, you feel sick, you, you can catch this to a point where you start to manage it and bring it to a place where it's as comfortable as possible to let it pass through your system, let it do what it needs to do, and get back to it. And then the minute you feel better, just pick up your pace a little bit again. And you know what? There may be a time where you start up again and you feel sick again, and then you know what? Maybe it's just not your day. That's fine too. You don't have to run, guys, if you feel sick. I don't know what that idea is, glutton for punishment. I don't know what that is. But if you just can't get it in line that day, then you just stop running and go the hell home. Like it's fine, you live to run another day. But forcing your body to do something that is so system oriented and the entire body gets involved with it when it doesn't feel good, it's just, it, you're just, you're asking for a bad spell. You're asking for something that's gonna last for hours and hours and hours. Go ahead and fight through that get the spell, you're overwhelmed with heat, you're overwhelmed with sickness, you get a migraine and you refuse to stop running, you will feel sick for days. You will feel sick for days. And then you lose four days of running. Now what? What sense did that make? Doesn't make sense. Get a system in place and honor your body. And honestly, get it down, get it calm, get it relaxed, get it cool while in motion, a slow motion as much as possible. Even if you don't have all the stuff on you and you have to get somewhere like a water fountain, even at the water fountain, still keep pacing around. Pace around the water fountain. Don't just stop, guys. You gotta keep moving at a slow pace so that your body still knows you're doing something. That's how you condition the behavior. If you just stop immediately, you're conditioning that behavior. So the body knows, hey, as soon as I have this hot flash, she's gonna stop. That's what, that's what we're gonna do. So every time she gets a side flash, make sure she stops. You're gonna condition that behavior. You wanna condition the behavior of still being able to do something, still being able to be active, still being able to walk, still being able to push through it healthily. You wanna, that's what you wanna condition that behavior. But again, say you get through it, you bring yourself down, you feel better, you start to go again, and it comes back again, you may need to just call it a day and go home walk home, take a nice cool breeze, Keep night, take a nice cool walk, and walk home and relax and go on with your day. But abruptly stopping, stopping and laying down is not, is not what you should be doing unless you obviously feel that terrible, you need to address it. But this is a part of it, it's not gonna go away. So the better you get a handle on conditioning that behavior, the better you will feel even though you're still gonna go through it. These are the things I've done with my clients for years and years and years to help them get through it. Everybody has their own little things. They have the things that they, they swear by that help them. And that's fine too. And that's great. For me, this is how I've been able to help people and get them to a place of a conditioned behavior during that moment where the body is just like in an uproar. This is what, what I found helpful. And I'm saying it even with people who on the extreme, who have no kids, have worked out, and, and are a runner. Even though they get it less, they still get it. And so it's still something that they need to manage, and they still need to take a second, honor their body, cool, like, cool it down, walk it out. Walk, you know, It's just like going through like a really rough workout, if you will, and like you need to walk it out. 
You ever start, you never know, I yell all the time, walk that out, walk that out, do not stop right there, walk that out. Like that's, that there's a part of that. So it's the same principle, same idea. And so just apply, just apply that to it. And that will really help you get to a, a level of whatever your level is of conditioning that. So this is much worse in the summer months, or if you live in a hot climate, it's just worse because it's hot to begin with. So if that's the case, I have found the cooling towels that stay cold on the necks are exceptionally well done during this time. They, they do a great job. Sometimes women have heated to the point where they heat that up. <laughs> Some people just get really bad hot flashes and that heats up. So try it out, see if it works for you. That's external. I'm about working with your own body more so than anything and really seeing like what you can do to bring your body down and condition your body's own behavior. I truly believe in that first before I start reaching for external things. But the cooling towel does help if you're in a hot climate or it's the winter or summer months, obviously. But go-to's would be the coconut water being frozen and cool packs that you can keep, little small cool packs that you can keep on you so that if you feel it coming, just press it behind your ears, press it on your wrists, see if you can manage it as quick as possible. Bring your pace down, start start a, a, long, a big walk, like extended, exaggerated walk. Nice, keep your, keep your pace, but bring your heart down. That is something that I have found has been very helpful for women to literally condition the behavior, condition the behavior. They still get it, but they don't feel so sick. They still get it and they can handle the sweat better. It, it does subside faster. And that's all we're looking for, right? We're all, that's, that's realistic. To think that it's gonna go away and it's not gonna happen, it's just unrealistic. It's how, you know, if, you, if it's in, you know, how bad however your mother had it or her mother had it or, you know, what your sisters have it like or whatever the case is, like that's, you know, that's genetics. It, that all matters too, obviously. And so you gotta work with, with how your body is genetically driven to have it and then how you can condition that and work with what you got. That's huge. You can work with it, and it is something I have seen conditioned. So it's not unheard of that it's something that we do. Now, if you don't listen to what I'm saying, it's not gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. It's not going to help. It's not gonna help. But these steps will really be helpful if you actually do it. But the worst thing you can do is stop abruptly. I'm telling you that. That is the first thing you wanna do and is the worst thing I have seen that, have, that hurts the process and makes it worse. It makes it worse when you stop abruptly. Even if you have, just think about to pre-menopause, whenever you were out there running or doing everything exerting wise and just stopped abruptly, how did you feel? It you get an overwhelming heated, you get your sweat just starts to come out out of nowhere even more, like you just stopped and now you're like sweating profusely even more. That's a natural response. So now that's just amplified because you're going through this change and you're actually having a hot flash that's completely involving your body. Your entire system is involved. Your whole body is involved. So it really does not lend to doing that. So stopping abruptly is going to make it much, much worse. You gotta learn how to really hone in on it, know what's happening, it's a hot flash. You just have to calm your system down and that happens in steps. It can't be abrupt, cannot be abrupt. It has to be in steps. If you're a treadmill runner, slow down on the treadmill. If you're on a hill on a treadmill, don't stop going up the hill, just slow down your pace. 
slow down your pace, shake out your arms, let your body be free. Give your body the cushion it needs to go through that. That's what you need to give it. When you fight it and say, I'm going to stop, I'm going to sit, I'm going to not move anything, I'm gonna, you're actually giving it a fight. You're not letting the body go through that motion. First of all, you were just running. So the heat flash came on in mobility. And now it was, it was going along those lines. And here you come br- abruptly stopping it. And it's like, well, wait, whoa, what just happened? I was, I'm in the middle of doing something. And now you just changed your heart rate and you just changed everything. And I don't know what to do. So you're, you're, you're giving your body a fight. That's not going to help it. Give it the cushion it needs to get through that moment. That's all. Give it that cushion. I really believe in honoring your system and honoring how you feel. I have tons of health issues. So if I don't honor how I feel, my body will let me know real quick and the body's gonna win. (laughs) The body's gonna win. So the quicker I can get to a place where I can honor whatever it is I'm feeling, the better. Same thing with injuries. The quicker you get to a place where you can honor what your body is telling you, your body is screaming, you have pain, that's a scream, that's confusion, your body doesn't know what's going on, it needs you to stop so it can figure it out. The, the more you push through that, the worse the pain gets. The more you push through feeling sick, the sicker you feel. It's the same thing. And so I really believe in honoring that spot, honoring that cushion where you take the time to slow down your system without stopping and give it that meat, if you will, to work in so that you can get your body calm, relaxed. If it needs to sweat, let it sweat, get it out of your system, get it cool, get it hydrated, give it a good pace, not a stop, keep moving, and then try to get through it on the other side of it. And you will see that the conditioning will start to help and you'll be able to get to a place in those moments when it's happening to not let it get to a point where it's overwhelming and it, need, it makes you feel so sick you have to stop. You will see that. I have had it in many women of all ages, of all different levels of where they're at in their menopause journey, and every, every woman that's actually listened to me and, and did what I said actually does feel better and has a conditioned behavior and they know their triggers and they know what they need to do to get, to get through that specifically on the run. Again, as I said in the beginning of this, making sure that you're working out, strength training, condition training, sports specific training for running will absolutely help you condition your muscles. Your heart is a muscle. Condition your condition your muscles to withstand that level of a body response on the fly in the run, 100%. So that is the first thing you should be doing. If you don't know how to do that, join the Run Pain-Free Academy program and you'll be able to do that quick, fast. <laughs> it's true. So you need to do that. And that will also help you learn to condition your body on the strength side, as well as learning on the run how to address it immediately as fast as possible. If you don't know if you're in menopause and you're feeling these hot flashes and you're sleepless and you're fatigued and you are you know, irritable, don't just pass it off as like, being, you know, tired and disgruntled. Go get your levels checked, go to your doctor, make sure you're, you know, whatever your levels are, make sure you're not in it before you assume you're not. And if you are in it, start to take the right actions right away. Get into strength training, get into sports specific training as a runner, and also start to really implement honoring that minute when you feel those hot flashes come on on the fly. Don't stop abruptly, keep moving, just keep slowing down in your mobility, slow down your heart rate, but keep moving and get your body as cool and as hydrated as fast as possible. Do not gulp anything, take sips, 
and let your body get through it. Give it what it needs to get through it so you can get to the other side of it faster with feeling less sick. I hope this is helpful. I hope I answered all the questions that everybody has asked me to put in one little pocket for them. Please go on over right now to runpainfreenow.com and fill out the contact form. We go over tons of stuff. We cover you soup to nuts because we can't fix anything unless we fix everything. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.